Crushcore Real Estate Hour. Appreciate you guys tuning in today. Um, we are going to uh, discuss lipstick on a pig versus turnkey uh, rehabs. Dan Butler is one of our co-founders here at Crestcore. If you guys have any questions or email um, or, or anything you want to email us, my email is dean at crestcore.com. Dan is dan at crestcore.com. You guys shoot us any questions you may have, any thoughts, any show topics. We're happy to take suggestions from listeners on show topics. So uh, if, you're, if you're not listening to this live and you're listening later, which is uh, the majority of our, our clients do, um, send us that email, let us know what you want to hear, and we'll, we'll jump right on that. So last week on the show, Dan, we talked about top questions investors ask property managers. I love that show. I thought the uh, content of that was extremely valuable because I get <clears throat> countless comments on, um, you know, what should we talk about? You know, can you put me in touch with property management? What do we look for? Um, you know, in a property manager. So I think last week's show was extremely valuable, and I, I know it was basically me interviewing you since you're over, our, over the over the property management. But uh, I was happy to get that information out. So you guys tune into yeah. the show's Facebook page, uh, the Crestcore Real Estate Hour on Facebook, or our YouTube channel, the Crestcore Real Estate Hour. You can check out that uh, that show there. Today we're going to talk about lipstick on a pig versus turnkey rehabs. This is a, uh, I was just commenting on Bigger Pockets this morning about this. Um, it's an extremely hot topic on um, what to do. It's hard. It is hard to determine it's what to do. To, how deep do you go? Because you, know? you can go, you know, waist deep or you can, yeah. you can be, you can drown it. Almost a whole new house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, yeah. you know, the other piece just, it's totally, even with what we're going to talk about today, it's totally different than a retail Completely. And the people that we have, that we usually end up hiring, most people end up hiring, there's a different scale of, you know, people that do the rent readies versus a rehab for rentals versus people that do retail. Yeah. It's a lot more precise on retail, a lot more, you know, tight, uh, a lot tighter. You know, not to say that things are loosey-goosey, but it's just that oomph, that level well, it's a difference in, in an owner living in the home and wanting it to be perfect versus an owner having a home ready for a tenant. Tenants aren't, are historically not as particular as a homeowner would be. So yes, you, you've got to, I, I used to not think that you needed two different crews. I, that's what you're saying. I mean, I figured like if you can do it well, you can do a turn, you know, you can do a rental, but it is not the, it is not the case. You, you, well, you don't need to use the same person. Well, the hard part is. Somebody that does retail won't do it cheap enough to do rent ready. There you go. And somebody that does it rent ready, you're not going to be happy with the results. Yeah, that's on right. Retail. That's, that's exactly that's right. Kind of flip. <laughs> and so I that's think that's, exactly that's right. where people get caught up in like understanding that. And so yeah. even when we hire project managers, you know, if they can't, they've come from the retail world, it's hard for them to get into the rent ready because. You know, especially on turns. Now we're going to talk a lot more about the initial rehab than our turns, but especially on turns, because somebody that's done, done retail, they want to fix every single. Kind of like an, kind of like when you get, you know, you and I walk through a house and say, all right, we got to change that. We got some blinds and da da da. And inspector goes in there and says, all right, well that ground is this, and that plug is a little bit loose, and the faucet needs to be changed. You know, you get this nail and this joist. B1 is, you know, is off. is off, you know, it's not to code, and then you want to, you know, they've always put up caveats that scares everybody, like, probably should be checked out by a licensed engineer. Oh, yeah. 
and which is fine. But I, I've, we've had a company that we've worked with here for the last six months or so, and to do rehab bids, and they came. The background was residential retail flips, and and mm. and they um, they told us over and over again that they they knew what we wanted and they knew what we were looking for, and it and it, it didn't ever pan out. No, it was always way more than what we yeah. needed, and. You know that comes across. I'm glad you brought that up. It comes across when I tell clients this that I'm trying to get them to do a lower scaled job, right. and that I'm trying to get the, the 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 rehab numbers to be lower to make the deal work. When in actuality, it, they are two separate things: a residential rehab bid versus you know that that rental or we call it a rent ready rehab bid. Um, there are two different things, and and they're priced differently. And you know we're not putting granted and whatever the, the, the updated surface might be into a property, we're just doing something that's safe and habitable and, and that sort of thing. So today we're gonna to dive into, we're gonna dive into that. I do like, I, I just saw you right here, you're trying to, I think that is the greatest um, analogy of what you can expect. And go, I don't, I don't wanna take your thunder yeah, here. Well, it's, we've talked about it before, but you can either have, you can have two of these three, price, speed, or quality. You can't have all three. It, it just doesn't happen. You can have it cheap and good work, but it's going to take that guy forever. forever right? Or you can have it quick and, and, and a good price, but the quality is going to suffer. Or speed and quality, but the price is going to be high, really high. Right? Yeah. So there's, there's, I'd I love that, by the way. I, I, I need to use that more, but you cannot it just get just per, things perspective. It does. Whoever created that was, you know, was a great analogy to be able to think through you have a job, speed, price, quality, pick two. just pick two, and which was the two that you value the most and run with that. So Now know. where you'd have a probably million and maybe a billion dollar business is if you could get all three. You know, I don't, I, and we haven't found it, and that's why we're, we're really telling you it doesn't exist, and, and uh, we've, now, we've searched high and low to try to find it. Now I will say the little caveat to that is speed, price, quality can go all together in different phases. You can have all three moving. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, but anyway. But if you hire a guy to do a roof, and, that, and, that, and that's what he's doing, you're likely not gonna get all three of these. Correct. You know, done tomorrow, awesome price, and there's not a, there's not oh, a, a shingle in it. Yeah, it's gonna be sloppy, <laughs> jagged edges, yeah. just, yeah, misflashing, right. all kinds of stuff. That's so. exactly right. All yeah. right, so today, let's dive into this. From lipstick on a pig to turnkey rehab, um, what are what are some key words here yeah. on our notes to talk through when when you when you think about you know lipstick on a pig versus a turnkey rehab? Well, when you start thinking through it, I think you have to start. Is it safe? You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Is it safe? Is it going to meet code section eight? Uh, uh, you know, any sort of you know, the trip hazards, anything that, that could yeah. cause you liability. You really need to think. Then that's uh, a lot of investors have that. You know, there's a there's a gap there of not understanding like. Why do I need to put a handrail out, you yeah. know, on this back step? So yeah. Do you really want people just your kids running in and out without a handrail, and and you you be the one that you were told that needed a handrail, don't do it? So safety is huge. I, I think put one on two months ago. And you know, I throw this out there. You know, one that I don't mess with is electrical. Yeah, I was just about to say it. I had it last year. I had I, there was the uh, fuses still in the home. And it wasn't updated, and the guy was plugging in. A, it was during the winter, 
wall heaters and it was popping and yeah. I was like, okay, forget it. I just called my electrician up there and just, just replace it. Yeah. Like update everything so we don't have an issue. You know, for me, from that standpoint, it's just, you know, that can kill somebody. Fire, sure you know, that's, that's, the, that's the big one that I always worry about that you know, causes the most damage. Over all the years we've been doing it, the two things that cause the most damage is the, the fires from electrical, yeah. you know, or just tenant negligence. And then um, water damage, like through these ice storms, those ice storms, and that's the whole different conversation. But those are the two that really stick out. And you just finished with your second fire on one, on one apartment. apartment right? yeah, 400 some thousand dollars worth of damage. The first time around it was 110. So that was 17 years ago. And you just had it, it was 400 grand worth of damage. Yeah. So, you know, followed by safe, safe is clean. Yeah. You know, and habitable. So there's all those three kind of go all hand in hand, up to code. Those four probably would kind of get tied together. I think they're all one and the same, if yeah. you will. Yeah. You know, because, you know, <coughs> sorry, people want things read it yesterday. Yeah. So it's got to be clean. Yeah. It's got to, you got to make it where it's habitable. You got to make it show that when they get a look at it, it's like, wow, I can see myself living here. Yeah. So you need to be thinking through that stuff. And you've got one here, dishwasher versus no dishwasher, uh, mechanicals under warranty, folding doors versus regular doors, mm -hmm. uh, knobs on cabinets. I, I love the, the, the disposal versus P-trap because you take the disposals out, right? Absolutely. I don't know that I, I can't, I, I got a couple that have disposals in it, but. So my, my instructions on my property say if the disposal gets out, they get a call for a disposal, put a P-trap. You don't even leave it if it's operating and working normally. You don't even leave it. I leave, I leave it till it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as they call in, say that it's right. busted or broken. Thanks for the back. call. We're gonna put a strainer <laughs> in at the top. Because I mean, like even at our house, like I don't want us using that disposal. Because you're just asking for you're asking for trouble. At some point, the kid, your wife, you, you're gonna put something down there that's gonna jack something up. Not just in the disposal, but something. Because you feel so safe putting stuff in a disposal, what's it going to lead to down the road in the pipes behind it? You know, that's just my philosophy. I don't know if it's that's just something I. You know, no, that's. I've just been through a lot. Of, I mean, I've just been through a lot of disposal issues over the years. So. Well, um, I, that's why you're here. We want to listen to that. Yeah. We, we want to know that. What else do we? Uh, you know, kitchen, keywords do we talk about? Kitchen faucet sprayers. Decide if you want that. I mean, that's another. Again, these are all low. You know, trying to get to a low maintenance concept. You know, we're hard surfaces. You know, years ago, we stopped using carpet. Yeah, I haven't put any carpet in it. It, it just, it just doesn't make sense. <coughs> it gets really nasty. It's, yeah. You have to replace it typically every tenant that comes That's in. Right. Hard surface floors are... Try, try commercial carpet, try vinyl flooring, you know, rolled sheets, try, you know, VCT tile that looks like where you'd see like Kroger, your grocery stores. Yep. Um, and we've kind of settled on that glue down plank, which has been, I think most people are using that. That's so, what I use. Uh, our friends at Americans, America's Best, mm -hmm. you know, just do an awesome job just getting that laid out for us. But, because um, they buy it such bulk, you know, so it's just dirt cheap, but, you know. Uh, let's talk about different levels of rehab. Yep. Um, you know, the lipstick on a pig is pretty simple. You know, cut the grass, clean up the walls, wipe down everything, and here we go. Um, and a lot of people do that on those, you know, five hundred dollar rentals. You know, like say something in Orange Bound or yeah. you know, Big Hampton or something like that. You might see, you know, where they're just really. I mean, it looks like wow, somebody don't live here. Yeah. But what that does when you 
have this belief, and again, we put the price of you know, say five hundred dollars to a thousand bucks for the work. Mm -hmm. That just leaves that leaves you open to find, you know. So I, I used to have a mentor that said, "You're always trying to find the top of the bottom of the barrel when you're running to somebody." <laughs> and this, and the me, the lipstick is you're finding the bottom of the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Meaning somebody that just has poor credit, doesn't have proof of anything, just probably barely can afford it. Probably can't afford it. Probably won't afford it. They're, they're just getting in there, and you just got a body in there, you know, to check a box to say you rented it, and it's just not going to end well. Yeah. So I don't. It's a. I think you have to steer, as an investor, I think you have to try to discipline yourself to steer clear of those types of properties. I mean, I know other people want them and people, um, they pencil well, uh, but I, I think you're asking for trouble. What are some of the uh, cons? Yeah, just, we said, we talked about hard to show, it's not very marketable. Yeah. You know, end up reducing the rent sometimes to get it rented. You know, I think, and here's the biggest jab or issue for property managers. For investors that have a lipstick on the pig concept or mindset, is they're going to those tenants are going to move in, the residents going to move in, and they're going to be wanting stuff fixed most of the time. So, you know, always go back to your little house on uh, God, what's the battlefield. battlefield? Yeah, I mean, pay me now, pay me later. So yeah. it's going to have this rub immediately when that tenant moves in. It's going to call for this is out, the door won't close, or this won't happen, or this doesn't work, or. So then you're stuck with, as a property manager, do you fix it? You know, the owner doesn't want to fix it because that's, they were in the mindset of it's ready to go. And yeah. just from a property management standpoint, it's probably the toughest. To manage. Yeah. Now you can, you know, even in like say Orange Mountain, Hampton, you can still have a really nice house. There's yeah. no reason not to. You just need to be patient to find the right tenant that's going to maintain it for you. How often do you find that that's not the case, that, that owners are not that that they won't wait that extra month or that extra six weeks to find that tenant? Uh, most most don't have the mind. They want it now. Man. Yeah, majority, I would say the majority want it now versus wait for the you know, absolute best. How many tenant, How many owners, this is, this is maybe off this a little bit, yeah. but how many owners ask questions about tenants when we say, hey, we've got somebody that's uh, qualified here I, I know I ask our leasing department several questions, but how many how many go through that and say, hey, um, are they this, this, and this, or, do, or or versus how many just say, okay, great, and they they just trust the process and let us place the tenant. Most just let us place it. Eighty percent and say seventy-five. But then the rub comes when we try. If you got lipstick on a big house, and, and we place the tenant without asking, then it's your fault. Yeah, and so we just put, get ourselves in a pickle as the manager. Trying to get this, you know, because then the owner's gonna say, Why is it rented? Why well, we can't find anybody that matches the criteria? So, all that to say, I think us as property managers have moved away from quote unquote allowing lipstick on a pig. We just don't believe in that concept. You know? I, and I think the further we go down that, or the further, the harder we push that, the better off we'll be, I think, in the long, as a company, yeah. I, I think, in the long run. And I think. You know, if we preach that to our clients and our investors that, hey, this is not the way to do this, I, I, I think they respect that more or just have respect for that versus us just accepting it, working it, and not questioning anything about the house or the, or the, the owner, you know, themselves. Um, let's move to mid-grade rehab. Um, 
you know, I, I guess there's three levels before we move on. There's three levels. We just talked to you about the lipstick on a pig and just throwing something together, that $400, $500 tenant. And the mid-grade rehab, uh, you get a little bit more detail. This is usually ranging from a grand to $5,000. Um, paint, spot paint, uh, you know, cut the yard, trees, bushes, gutters, um, smoke detectors, blinds. What else do you typically see? Yeah, fix the burn outlets, the faucets, the lights, clean the carpets if there's carpet, clean the floors. Uh, replace floors where needed. So you're basically just buttoning it up. Yeah. You know, you're making it, you know, somewhat tight. And so even within that mid-grade rehab, you know, we we try to go to the higher end of the mid-grade rehab. You know, like, and then we'll work with an owner and scale it back a little bit. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we try to make it a dialogue in that sense. So yeah. I think that's where um, we try to be a little different. You know, so you know, can you get away with a spot paint versus full paint? Yeah, yes, sir. We probably can. Let's go ahead and do that. We'll adjust yeah. the price. You know, can we get away with that floor just cleaning the grout one more time because there's no broken tile? Yeah, yeah absolutely. We'll, we'll yeah. do that. So, you know, it's just, you know, unfortunately, fortunately, however you want to say it, there's there's some subjectivity in this business. And so, for sure, you just got to work through that and just, you know, how has performance that house been? You know, maybe this, not, this time is not the time to do X. Like, place the floor in the bedrooms you know maybe a clean will work this time or you know yeah. whatever so you ever get the satin paint question yeah do what do you tell them uh, I think we've settled we've tried everything I think we've just kind of settled on the eggshell kind of the mid between satin and between in the flat yeah but and I, and I say that because some I've had some investors say hey why don't we put satin paint on there so you can 409 the walls um, I haven't used that yet I don't to me it seems like it's either going to clean off or stein. I don't think that one level of sheen is, is going to help you that much. You know, and then flat, there's a whole concept around that's a much easier thing to spot paint because you can just spray and it blends real well. Because it's satin, you almost right. have to paint the whole wall. That's right. Yeah. You know, we've got, I think we've gotten pretty good at just wall to wall, you know, sure. edge to edge instead of having to paint everything. So yeah. we try to make our, adjust our pricing. Uh, pros for this, <clears throat> for the mid-grade, um, address, you, you obviously you get the most glaring issues. Um, not much out of pocket other than the, you know, couple thousand dollars. Um, it presents well. What else are some of the pros and cons? You know, get, getting your market rent, you know, being right there at the top. That's the biggest point right there yeah. to me. Just getting what you want. Like, that's, that's what you need is, uh, you know, your biggest bang for your buck. Mm -hmm. And so that, that, I think that helps us get us there. You know, I think, uh, and then the con of that, I think, of this process is there's still potential for some work orders to come in. Because you're not saying, I'm going to replace, which we'll get into the next level we have, that faucet, not dripping now, you know, yes. but could as soon as something moves in because you didn't replace it. Yes. Uh, supply line, same thing. <clears throat> We've tried to, like, put some new, we put some process in place where, like, you know, we'll go in to do the rent ready, we'll turn every faucet on at the same time and let it run for two minutes. And what that does is allows you to check for drains, yep. leakage, all that kind of stuff. So that's tre tremendously helped us get our scopes tighter, help the tenant experience more, um, and that kind of thing. But that's still, again, just just kind of more of an FYI for investors that are listing that that, that could lead to 
some work orders coming in the first three or four months to get that just that last little bit tightened up. To that was my con. You, you can you're setting yourself up for a couple. I don't think you're setting yourself up for the, the lowest level of rehab to get maintenance requests. But if you if you go this route with mid grade and you're you're hoping, in my opinion, you're hoping the tenant tolerates a, a little bit more. Right. Um, so the first few months you could see some of those work orders. Yep. The next one is a full rehab. I, I, I tend to do this now, learning from, you mentioned Battlefield, my first mistake that we've talked about here on the show many a times. Um, I try to mention as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> I try to jab you with that knife. Yeah, that's right. Opportunity. Yeah, every opportunity. Yeah. No, that, that house is worth what now? 80,000? Dan, I bet, in all honesty, I bet I could have sold that house now for seventy-five to $82,000. You bought it for I bought it for thirty-six. put a little money into it, sold it for forty-five. I just it, I didn't do the I didn't do the rehab on the front end right, and I I um, I didn't do it, and I thought, man, this is one of those money pits that I and it was all my fault, uh, you know. And whoever's got the home now, it's worth eighty. I doubt they've sold it; they probably kept it. But uh, nice home on a street that I definitely should have kept. But uh, yeah. you know, we're open on this show. We talk about things yeah. like this. You so talk about mistakes you've made, and that you know yeah. that that was definitely one that I made and should have held on to. And, don't cut your rehab, guys. If they give you an eight grand rehab and they say it's going to be, then do the eight grand rehab. Right. Don't don't go do what I did and do a six grand rehab because it's going to eat you eat you alive. Yeah, I think that's one thing that that's why pictures are helpful, videos, stuff like that. I think you know when I get the bids now, we kind of tighten it up to the point where it's like it's not much else I can cut. Right. You know, like yeah, unless we just want to have a house that looks terrible. You know, <laughs> halfway done. Halfway done. So. Anyway. All right, full rehabs. I mean, this is this is a top to bottom. This is not a turnkey rehab. There's a difference, and there's where this is a good conversation, and we can we can use a majority of the rest of our time on this. But a full rehab is a full rehab, and a turnkey rehab is a turnkey rehab. There's two different things. Right. Um, to me, a true turnkey rehab. Well, let's let's lay that out real quick, since we're not even talking about that. We'll get our full rehab. New roof. New mechanicals, HVAC, uh, water heater, furnace, toilets, um, faucets, faucets, updated electricity, yep. uh, new floors, new paint, updated kitchens and cabinets, cabinets. and countertops, and the whole house is basically inside new. from the sheetrock forward. Everything's new, brand new. You're going to pay for that. Um, we, we've talked that that's not this show, but that's a turnkey rehab. Okay, okay. it's twenty-five, thirty thousand. That's right. Full rehabs are are what I do to my homes now. I believe what you, what you guys do. Um, let, let's go over some of those things with our full paint. You're going to paint the the, yeah. the inside of the home. Um, all new plumbing, including water heater, faucets, and toilets. I, I I'll highlight this one because there's where your maintenance calls come from. Mm -hmm. Faucets, toilets, and drains and yeah, that's right replace all outlets and switches that's another place that comes i can't tell you how many times i've gotten a maintenance request of hey there's five outlets in the house that don't work right. you know I mean, you have to check those things because it's you know super cheap to do while your guy's there right not cheap when you go not cheap when you're on calls you know, 150 200 a pop uh replace any floor and hardware and hard surfaces um i don't think you have to do this on every turn but I do think after a few, you know, few tenants move in and move out, you're probably going to have to start replacing some floors. What are some other things that we do on a full rehab? You know, I think um, tighten up the cabinets, knobs, um, you know, just 
snake drains. We talked about that. Yep. I think that's, 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 those are the big ones. I mean, I think that then you get into, do you really want, you know, where's your roof? Where's HVAC? You know, where's your you know, cabinets and that kind of thing. So it's a great question on these last two or the roof yeah. and the HVAC. What, how, when you go to look at a home, what age do you look at to say, I got to replace it? Like how long can it be there before you say, ooh, it's good for me for a while, or yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and replace it? I mean, I think if you're down to the last two years or so, and you've got shingles missing, valleys you know, are buckling, Dipping. or you see shingles that have missing uh, the granules that are on the shingle you know, surface. Just worn. Just worn. You're just, you're just, it's, it's gonna happen. It's coming. Yeah. So either start saving for it, so you, Go ahead and get it scheduled, or go ahead and replace it. You know, I think where I don't agree with kind of like the turnkey piece. You know, I had a buddy that was turnkey one up here in Berkeley a couple years ago, and I drove by it, and he's like, "Yeah, replace the roof today." And I drove by, I was like, Man, "That roof's got ten plus years left." That doesn't conceptually, I can't get my head around that. Sometimes, like, why would I do that? You know? Because I guess those guys are saying they're selling a product. They're selling a product. So, so. Um, there's where I, that's why I don't like turnkey. Now, if it's a 10-year-old roof, okay, let's replace it. Right. Same with the HVAC, which is the next thing I had. I mean, if it's been there for nine years, 10 years, and you want to do a turnkey rehab, well, then replace it. But yeah. if it's five or six years old, seven years old, and you just bought the property, that's got some. That's got five years in it right. that you can still use it. I think, you know, what I would say that kind of plays off that is just figure out your standard. Hey, that's great. Yeah. You know, what do you, or what are you comfortable with? You know, like hedge funds are notorious for this. Water heaters more than six years old, they're replacing them. HVAC is more than, I can't remember the number. Maybe it's 10, maybe it's eight. I, replace it. Replace it. There is no question, like, they just no. put a standard in. I think, I think investors should be like that. I do too. I don't think they should maybe have as high a standard as a, as a hedge fund or a turnkey, but you if, should have your standard. And or if, Say you say the water heater, for example, you, you say greater than six should be replaced, six years. All right, but you're on year seven or eight, okay? The only thing I would say is, all right, property manager or contractor or whatever, what does it cost that water heater? 1200 bucks, okay. So you just know that you gotta put $1,200. Go ahead and put that in somewhere, either a mental note or a note in the system, something yep. that says I wanna start saving that 1200 so that when you see that first call come through for the water heater, go ahead and replace it. Don't, don't try to spend two, three hundred dollars. You know, I think that's the only way to do it if you don't if you replace don't. it up front. Correct. I think that, and that goes with not just your water heater, but the roof and the HVAC and all of it. If you well, this, set it aside and you're prepared for it, I think you're, you're okay. Well, this is where the turnkey and turnkey alternative, in the burst strategy, turnkey alternative for us, like, that's where it's so important to make those decisions now because when you're buying it, say the turkey alternative burst strategy, you know, your chance to get that financed is now, not two years or six months from now when you've already taken the bank and refinanced it. And, you know, too late then. Too late. So that $1,200 hit. But if you have a house that you bought for 50 you put 10 in it, you're at 60 and you're telling me for, you know, get it to 65 and I got new HVAC and new water heater. And that 65 cost me, that extra five cost me, you know, about 20 bucks a month, something like that. I'm just throwing out. That's numbers. about right. You're just guessing. Yeah, if you're finding it, it's about yeah. right, 20 So, would you rather do that and know that you're covered for 10 years, you know? Yes. 
That's just kind of that, but that, and I've the my last four have been birth strategy properties. So I've gone in. I, I just I, the one I have right now. I could wait on the roof, but I'm not. I put it in. I could. I, there's probably three more years on it. But because I'm re, I'm getting all my rehab money now from the bank, and I'm going to refinance it out into a permanent loan. I'm doing it all now. Yeah. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, what are some of the pros for full rehab? I guess the first thing is yep. it's extremely marketable. Yep. It's going to shine. It's going to pop. Nice home on the street, probably. Yep. Um, Higher rents because of that. I do think you can push in some markets. You can definitely push twenty-five, fifty dollars extra a month in rent because you've got that newer home. What else are some of the yeah pros? warranties? Everything's going to be warrantied. Yep. You know everything should be in there. Labor at least a year. Uh, all your parts on water heaters six years. HVAC ten. Roof is like twenty-five. I mean it's crazy. Yeah. So Long you're covered period. for all that stuff. So you're looking. You do it the right way. You're two or three years from spending any money. You know, so, and again, that, I think that's, yeah, yeah, so, and then low maintenance issues that move in to happier tenants, um, and it gives our investors a much more positive experience. The ones that chintz and... Say that again. It gives our investors a more positive experience. Right. It, it's, um, because our client base is typically on the West Coast, mm -hmm. um, that's 2,500 miles from here, um, doing this level of rehab up front is, is much more favorable to them. And, and I don't say that because we don't feel like dealing with maintenance calls or whatever, but if you're, a lot of people don't understand the dynamics of investing that far away. You know, I mean, they got to get on an $800 flight just to even see this house. So, whereas you and I can jump in the car, it's a little bit different. I, I Going over the top for your out-of-state clients to me is, is huge. So when we tell you, when I'm talking to so-and-so from California, and I say, hey, you might want to put that extra money in there. This is what I'm talking about. I'm trying to prevent, um, man, why is that happening? Why do you, you know, I've had maintenance costs three months in a row. These are the reasons that we're, you know, we're telling you not to do that. Uh, what are some of the cons of this? You know, expensive. Your base is going to be higher, which is that example from 60 to 65. You did a roof in there. It's going to be 70 instead of 60. Yep. So you got to get over that mental hurdle and just, you know, be okay with that return. See, that's what... You know, and then we can walk through some, some models with this, but say you bought that house for 60, 15-year note, for example, or 70 on a 15-year note, some people are going to say, well, that return's lower. Yeah. But the 60 is going to have, you're going to need to put 25% a year for maintenance, whereas the 70, you're going to put 15%. Yeah. So people don't think that way. No. At least I haven't heard people talk that way. No. You know, they no. just, they all just want to know, I'm going to buy in this house. I mean, how many times, like, they just want to know what, what why should I plug in for maintenance? Well, there's more to it than that. You know, you really need to think through like how how deep you're going to go and how much you're going to do because that's going to, you know. So anyway. All right. So these are this is lipstick on a pig versus turnkey rentals. We we kind of breeze through this today. I, yeah. I do think it's good to dive into this and to understand the different levels of rehab. Yeah. Um, I'm going to probably have, end up sending this show out today. I've got several people that are talking about it. So um, if you guys have any questions about uh, the different levels of rehab that you could do or should do. Uh, don't hesitate to email in. You can email Dan at dan at, uh, dan at crestcore.com. Uh, my email is dean at crestcore.com. You can go check out the website, www.crestcorerealty.com. Got all of the homes that uh, we have listed for sale on there. Uh, and you can make offers on it on the website. Yeah, sounds great. Dan, thanks. Appreciate yeah, it, man. Appreciate See you guys it. next Wednesday. Thanks.